Well. So what is up, my badass pals out there? Welcome to episode 22 of Dealing with Stupidity. Where we are going to change the world through mockery and stupid shaming. I am your host, as usual, Kevin. And I'm just here to help. So please, take a listen and get over it. As usual. For questions and comments, please email me at dwstupidity at gmail. I mean, seriously, anything you want to say. Tell me I suck, you have suggestions, questions, anything. Or... If you want to contact me, you can head over to dealingwithstupidity.com and hit the contact page or uh, on Twitter at DWStupidity. Dealing with stupidity at DWStupidity. So check this shit out. Now, every third Saturday, I have to go into work until noon, which immediately puts me in a bad mood for the pure fact it's Saturday and I'm just straight up tired mentally and physically. And... I don't do shit. That's another reason why it's annoying as fuck and I don't like going in. But the payoff is that I don't have much to do and end up watching movies for most of the day. So basically I get paid to watch movie, movies on Saturdays that I have to work. So I'll stop bitching about that. Well, this last Saturday, I was going to go in a little earlier because little earlier because some of some of the other people had to be there so we could basically play catch up it was uh it was raining its ass off and i'm heading down this two-lane road not far from my house and the two-lane eventually splits where there is a turn lane between the two for a bit and then it turns into four lanes designed by a moron but that's not the point well when i come up to where it splits to where the the middle turn lane starts. The car in front of me keeps going straight, driving down the center turn lane about a good 200 yards. That's 182.88 meters for the rest of the planet. So I don't think much of it. I'm thinking that he might be turning left up ahead, looking for a street or whatever. Well, the jackass starts to slow down when I'm about two car lengths behind him. So I don't think anything of that. I figure it's raining. Maybe he's closer to where he's supposed to turn and he's still looking forward to having trouble seeing it. Well, as soon as I get closer, almost right up on him actually, he turns on his right turn signal and starts making a right turn in all in the same motion just as I'm right up on him. And I'm at the threshold where I can either speed up and try to swerve in front of him to miss him or slam on the brakes and definitely T-bone him right into the passenger side door. Well, of course, I chose the speed up and try to get him get around him maneuver. I think I have enough room to pull it off and almost past him. I see his headlights a foot or so a foot or so from my door in the corner of my eye as I pass him. In my head, I'm thinking I got it just a little more and I'm clear. Just as I think I made it, smack. Dickhead clips me on the driver's side rear quarter panel just in front of my taillight as I go by. Well, this sends me into the world of pissed off. I come to a stop, put on my hazards, get out, close the door, and yell at him, what in the fuck are you doing? 
What was that bullshit? I, I'm pissed because it was a stupid ass maneuver. Why would you do that? So I assess the damage, and it's not that bad. And it's it's a nice, sturdy dent with a deep scratch in the paint about two feet long. As I start walking towards this car, hoping it's not some little old lady I'm about to unleash my professional assholeism on, I notice this short little fucker get out of the car, and he's not from around here. And guess what? He doesn't speak English worth a shit. Shocker. As I get closer, as I'm walking to him, I start thinking to myself, calm down. It's not that bad. He's going to apologize. We'll swap insurance information and we'll be out of here in no time. No big deal. Nope. Didn't go down that way at all. This guy walks over to his bumper, looks at the damage that was done, trying to check it out, looks at it and then says, you scratch my car. I didn't just hear that. Did I? Did I just, did I really just fucking hear that? What? So I shouted at him a little bit. I started getting a little loud. You scratched my car. You fucking idiot. You hit me. I had blinker on. And I'm thinking, you dumb shit. You turned right from the middle of the fucking road. I had blinker on. You should have stopped. <laughs> I'm starting fucking flipping out. And I'm like, you dumb fuck. That's not how it works. And then I begin my assault of calling him every form of dumbass I can think of and getting nowhere. He's not listening and <laughs> excuse me. Anyway, he's not listening and repeating himself over and over. I'm trying to explain the driving laws and how the rules of the road work in this country as loud as I can. And we are getting nowhere and I'm getting more and more pissed off every time he says it's my fault. I have blinker on you scratch my car. The more he says this, the more pissed off I'm getting. He's not understanding how damn stupid it is to be in the middle turn lane to make a right-hand turn across a lane of traffic. I'm starting to see red. Because he keeps repeating himself over and over. You scratched my car. You should have stopped. I had blinker on. So I'm like, fuck it. Fuck this. I head back to my car to get my phone. I'm shaking. I'm so damn pissed off. I want. I really want to punch this guy. I get ready to call the police, just normal precinct, and I start thinking to myself, to hell with this shit. Fuck it. I'm calling 911 before I lose my shit. If he says it's my fault one more time, either I'm going to beat the living shit out of this midget cocksucker, or I'm going to get shot by Pablo the moron. So I call 911, tell him it's not a major accident, there's no injuries, but I'm about to have a problem with this guy, so please send someone. <laughs> you know, later on, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, how funny would it have been if this little bastard knew jiu-jitsu or some shit and had me tied up in a knot when the police showed up? That would have been real fucking funny. So the cops come, put us in separate cars because it's raining its ass off, and uh, to take our reports and whatnot. And even the cop dealing with me when he said, explain to me what happened, he couldn't really, he couldn't really comprehend what the guy was trying to do. So, so on and so forth. And I'm just, I'm, he's calming me down, the cop is. He knows I'm pissed because it was, it was just fucking dumb. 
So I say, when I started telling, he goes, well, hang on, hang on, back up. What was he doing? He, he was making, he made a right-hand turn out of the center lane. And he expected you to stop just because he has his blinker on. I said, right. Say, he didn't say it, but I could tell by the way he was talking to me and the look on his face that, man, you, you just, you just got hit by a fucking moron. <laughs> so. Anyway, do the report. Everything would go get done. I go to work. I don't know what the fuck he does. I just leave him. He's still, I'm sure the copy he was giving his end of the story to was probably asking him, can you say something other than I had blinker on? <laughs> you hit my car. I don't know. That's all I heard from that guy. That's all he was saying the whole fucking time. Drove me fucking nuts. But anyway, we're in the hell. Where in the hell does someone in their head even remotely think that's how this shit works? What kind of moronic piece of shit asshole thinks that you turn right from the center turn lane across traffic? And on top of that, think just because you have your blinker on, turning right from the center lane across traffic, that everybody else behind you is supposed to stop until you take your turn. You stupid, stupid piece of corn-filled shit. How in the hell did this warmy bastard little even get a goddamn driver's license? That's another thing that was... how With your thought process, how in the fuck did you get a driver's license? Oh, man. It's just not bad enough that I had an aggravating week. But to top it off, I had to deal with that stupidity on Saturday morning on the way to the place where all of my aggravations start to begin with. I just, I just don't understand. I just, why? No, <laughs> how are people so fucking stupid? What is the root cause of dumb shit like that so we can find a cure for it and eradicate it? There's got to be a cure for it. There's got to be. Nothing about it made sense to me to the cops and how it made sense to the little Pablo is fucking beyond me. You know, what is it about these boobs just making up their own rules on how the world, how the roads work. And I was going to save this for another podcast I was working on. I was writing for it, you know, I'm because I keep tabs on shit I see. And those are usually the topics. So, it's perfect. It's a perfect time to have another driver's education podcast. And I'm going to include this. And And the funny thing is I had this bitch a few weeks ago and on the very same road, come to think of it, still in the right lane, heading West on my way to work again, a bitch pulls out of a gas station from the other side of the street. The left side will, will say, Skips the turn lane altogether and stops in my lane right in front of me. Stops like my lane was the turn lane. Completely missed the yellow lane, the turn lane. And stops right in front of me. She missed the entire lane. Well, I had to come to a quick stop because I thought for sure she was going to stop in the turn lane and wait for me to pass or just keep going. But no, you know, just like skip it all together. I'm darting across. Nope, that didn't happen. This ignorant cunt decides to stop in my lane right in front of me. So she's completely at a standstill. But it's on a right turn signal. 
and waited for the cars in the other lane to pass and then darted across the other lanes to turn right at the intersection that was just ahead. Now, she was coming out of a gas station, okay? The gas station is on the corner of this intersection. Instead of pulling out of the gas station at the other exit that is actually on the street she was aiming for from whatever maneuver she was pulling off, she did it by way of the moron and goes about it the most ignorant way possible she could have thought of. You know, if I were to show someone a picture of the intersection and pointed to the gas station and said, you are here, you want to be here. Now tell me the most fucked up way that you can possibly come up with to get over here. You're here. You want to be here. Now just think to yourself, the most idiotic, most random way you could go about getting over here. (laughs) Nobody, nobody could possibly come up with the way that she chose to go about it. No way possible. It's just incredible. And after all this shit, Saturday, you know, I was thinking, it's too bad I got rid of my old redneck truck that I ended up hating at the end. That's why I got rid of it. It was a gas guzzler. It was too big. It was falling the fuck apart. I might as well have had a car note. And, you know, back then, toward the end of its life, with me, I wouldn't have cared if somebody hit me. I'd have just let people hit me. That's what I was wanting, because the insurance, they would have totaled it, and I'd have had a nice down payment for another vehicle. Or not a nice one, a down payment. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. You know, part of what pisses me off, other than the fact there are assholes like this driving around, this doorknob saying, I scratched this car, it was my fault. It's the fact that this is one more thing in my life I have to do, I have to do that I don't want to do. It's an inconvenience. Something that drives me up the damn wall is I hate being inconvenienced due to someone else's ignorance. I hate it. That drives me so fucking berserk. I can't stand it. You know, son of a, I, got, I got other damn things I want to do after work than to chase this shit on my phone for hours, then get estimates on getting the shit fixed and be without a car for a couple of days. Then there's the whole rental car pain in the ass that's involved with this kind of shit. And even though it's not coming out of my pocket, it's still a pain in the ass. See, this is the second time my car has been hit. The first time, and it was like six months after I got it, I got clobbered by some fucking tow truck running a red light and just splattered me right in front of my car door. You know, a couple more feet, I could have been injured. Dickhead was farting around on his cell phone. Anyway. So, this was basically my last experience. To sum up, this is what I'm looking forward to on the whole rental car process. 
at least with my insurance company. Maybe it's just the rental places in my area of redneck hell. But here's basically how it goes. The entire process from getting to the rental place because you don't have a car since you dropped it off at the repair shop. You got to inconvenience your wife or a friend or your favorite hooker to take you to the rental place. Waiting your turn to pick up a car you reserved. I say waiting because there's always some degenerate shitbag in front of you making the whole process harder than it needs to be or wants to pay this much on a car, this much with traveler's check, this much with cash. You know, it's just, for the love of God, hurry the fuck up. Then, when it's your turn, the car that's supposedly reserved for you is not going to be there. Then, you're going to go back and forth with them picking out another car. Do you want a sports car, an SUV, a truck, compact? What do you have that's ready to go with within my allotted budget from the insurance company? Well, we have a green Ford Fiesta, a red VW Beetle, and a mint green Fiat 500. <laughs> wow. It's a tough choice. You don't happen to have anything a little more gay, do you? You know, I need something that screams rainbow power so I can be assured to be murdered when I drive in the wrong part of town. So please, anything. Uh, Then, you gotta wait on that one. Because of course, it won't be ready to leave yet. So, you gotta change the paperwork. Waiting on them to inspect it to make sure we both agree on what scratches and dings are already there before it leaves the lot. Then signing some more bullshit. Never take their insurance, by the way, if you didn't know that. You already got insurance, so you don't need to take theirs. Then, you talk to the place fixing your car. It's going to take longer than your estimated time was given to you. So you have to tell the insurance company, who then calls the car rental place, which will involve more shit you have to sign when you go to drop it off. All this time, you're driving a car you're not used to, and most likely smells like a dog's burnout asshole. <laughs> and you want to take it back. But at the same time, that would be another one to two hours out of your life you will spend at the car rental place. So you'll just have to deal with dog burnt ass for the next few days. It's just a pain in the ass all the way around. And on top of that, when your car gets wrecked and fixed, I don't know if you people have noticed this, it's not going to be the same. It's never the same again. It's like your your car was molested or raped. And you just don't feel to have the same connection you used to with it because it's been used. <laughs> Oh, man. I laugh at it now, but boy, I was not laughing Saturday. Oh, and get this shit. As I was coming home from work, same street, direct, different direction, going home. That same day, some bitch on my right decides she just wants to take a left turn at the upcoming intersection. So the cunt just decides she's going to start coming over to my lane, forcing me, of course, to hit my brakes so she can come on over so I don't get hit. And the bitch knew what she was doing because I saw her wave through her rear window after she does it. 
thanks for getting out of my way. I didn't have a blanket or nothing. I just figured I'd just bulldog my way into your fucking lane. Thank you. Thank you for making it easy for you. I mean, what is going on? It's like goddamn Death Race 2000 out there. <laughs> I may not even have a car come next episode. Next cocksucker that pulls out in front of me or comes into my lane is going to know it. I'm just not going to budge. I'm just going to maintain the speed and direction I'm going. And if I hit you, I hit you. If you bounce into me, you bounce into me. I'm just going to keep going. And then once you hit me, I'm going to get out, probably have a nervous breakdown, take off my belt and try to choke you with it. So this week's class will be some more driver education. Driver's education. It's apparently a good time for it. (sighs) And you know what? The first item on today's subject is about the whole center turn lane. And I'm going to share you uh, a little bit I found directly from drivingtest.org. I'm going to read this to you. Sorry, I had to hit pause on the uh, old recorder here because you heard me bitch previous episodes. My One of my redneck neighbors decided he, he's going to leave the neighborhood and I got to make it as loud as possible. Motherfucker. So, here it is, directly from drivingtest.org. Shared center turn slash two-way left turn lane. Notice how they had left turn lane. These center lanes are reserved for vehicles making left turns in either direction from or into the roadway. These lanes cannot be used for passing and cannot be used for travel further than 300 feet. On the pavement, left turn arrows for traffic in one direction alternate with left turn arrows for traffic coming from the other direction. Y'all hear that? I guess he had to go around the block. These lanes are marked on each side by solid yellow and broken yellow lines. Enter to the shared lane only when safe to do so. (laughs) If a special lane has been provided for making left turns, do not make a left turn from any other lane. Enter the shared center turn lane just before you want to make the turn. Make the turn. If you enter too soon, you may interfere with another driver's use of the lane. Wait in the special lane until traffic clears enough to allow you to complete the desired desired left turn. I'll get it out eventually. Hang in there. Do not travel in the center turn lane to access a left turn lane at an intersection. You may turn from a side street or driveway into a shared center turn lane, stop, and wait for traffic to clear before merging into traffic in the lane immediately to your right. (laughs) Make sure the center turn lane is clear in both directions and then turn into the lane when it is safe. Hear that? Be sure to give the proper signal while waiting to move into the right lane and also when moving out out of the turn lane back into the right lane of traffic. If another vehicle is already in the turn lane coming from the other direction, you may not enter if it will interfere with the other vehicle's intended turn. 
when vehicles enter the turn lane from opposite directions, the first vehicle to enter the lane has the right of way. Now, I hope that made any sense to you. Did it make any? I mean, whatever. To me, it did. You might have to rewind it again. I know I'm not the best reader in the world, of course. Anybody who's followed me knows that. <clears throat> now, this is from DriverEducationUSA.com. What is a center left turn lane? A center left turn lane is the lane in the middle of two-way street that is painted with double yellow lines. The inner lines are broken yellow and the outer lines are solid yellow. The center left turn lane should only be used for the following traffic maneuvers. These are the only maneuvers allowed. I'll rephrase it a different way for people that don't understand. Making a left turn or a U-turn when permitted. That is the only time it can be used. The left turn lane can be used. The center left turn lane. When making a left turn from a side street or driveway, wait on the center left turn lane until it is safe to enter the regular traffic lane. Now, basically, do not be that fuckwad that does whatever the hell they want from the turn lane, like turning right across a lane or two of traffic. But see, I know my listeners know that. You guys are smart. You found the podcast, so immediately you already know this kind of shit because you're smart. You've got common sense. You have a brain. But this is where I need your help. I need you to spread the words. I know all of you know someone who needs to listen to this podcast. I know a few. I've recommended it. Hey, dummy, I know you're a good friend of mine. I did an episode on that, what you're about to do, and it's not going to turn out well for you. Well, why's that? Well, listen to this episode, and you possibly might not blow your face off. Uh, anyway, back to what I, we were talking about, or I was discussing or babbling about with the center left turn lane. I cannot accurately describe to you how much of a dipshit someone is if they use the maneuver that happened to me Saturday morning. And here's another thing. I even looked up whether it's illegal or not on many of the state's driver's manuals, and it's really not mentioned in most of them. You you want to know why? Yes, Kevin, we would love to know why. Well, it's because even the DMV of every state doesn't think someone is that much of a dumbass to do that, so they don't even bother printing it in the manual. Surely, uh, I have a feeling they're thinking, nobody's this fucking stupid, right? Do we have to really put that in there? Nobody's that stupid. Well, you guys need to just drive around a bit and revise that handbook. Apparently, there are people out there that goddamn stupid. And I know it's common sense. You'd think it's common sense, but we all know how common common sense is. <laughs> Regardless, it's not like anyone would read it anyway. They must give it. A, <laughs> they must give out driver's license like candy to all these people coming to the United States to live. 
<clears throat> and I'm not picking on foreigners or whatever you want to call them, aliens, whatever. If you come to our country, th- there's just, I don't give a shit. Please, the more the merrier. I'm all for it. There's just a few things you need to know if you're going to come in our, our country. Number one, learn the language. Number two, if you're going to learn how to fucking drive, or if you're going to drive, learn how to fucking drive. And number three, please don't don't rape our women. <laughs> I had to throw that in there. That's just rude. You racist fuck you. Yeah, I'm not racist, but whatever. <laughs> you know, so, you know, all these people come in our country. You got a pulse and money. Here you go. Be safe. Here's your license. Go on. Go drive all willy nilly. Do whatever you got to do. Just don't smuggle guns, drugs, and there are people in and out of our goddamn country. <sighs> I, don't, I don't feel like I can bitch about this enough, but I'm going to lay off of it for now. I mean, I'm, boy, I thought about doing this podcast the night it happened. If I had my shit with me when I went to work, I'm so dead. I could, I should have actually done my podcast there. It would have just been a whole slew of fucking idiot, moron, fuck you, idiot, shithead, piece of shit, motherfucker, cocksucking, cunt, bastard, motherfucker. It would have just been all that shit. I was, I was probably making no sense to the guy. That's probably why he. That's all he kept repeating himself. Because when I, when I flip. I really don't know what I said, but I know there was a whole lot of you dumbass, you stupid fuck, all that shit. So, I don't know. I don't know what was going through his head. I, I guess, fuck him. Uh, I, I just can't comprehend what in the hell is going on in everyone's heads these days when you're out on the fucking road. I, I'm baffled. Beyond baffled. I am mystified. How do these fucking people function in life? How have you made it this far in your life without killing yourself? I mean, it's the to me, it's the same guy who fucking just walks off a fucking cliff. You know? That's the, that level of fucking forethought these people have when they're turning right out of a center lane across traffic. How are you still alive? Oh. <laughs> you know, and then, and then you, you get these turds that are in a hurry to whip out in front of you from a side street or a parking lot, you know, the ones that pull out right in front of you and then drive slow as hell, not even approaching the speed limit. They're in such a fucking hurry to get out of wherever they're going to get in front of you and they don't even do the speed limit. So you look in your rearview mirror, trying to justify the move this doorknob just made, thinking there must be, you know, a quarter mile of traffic behind me. So he just wanted to get ahead of the game. Didn't feel like waiting any for, anymore. And I get that. But you look in your rearview mirror, and there's not another soul behind you for another couple of football fields. What was your damn hurry, dickhead, if you're going to go so slow? what was What was all that rush about? You just couldn't wait to cut someone off and drive slow, drive slow as shit, could you? Was that your final goal of the day? 
Let's. I want to piss off one more person before I get home today. Just one more person. I want to prove to them what a dick I am. <laughs> I went back to the center lane. This is another one I notice a lot in my neck of the woods. Similar asshole who wants to just fucking dart out, got to get out of the parking lot. He's coming out over the side street, shoots over across your lane to try to make it to the center lane so he can turn left up ahead or get in that whatever the fuck he's trying to do. And he doesn't quite make it and his ass is sticking out in your lane. It's usually an SUV. That dumb fuck. And a woman driver. So you're stuck now. Because the half of a fucking SUV is in your lane and he can't go anywhere because he was in such a hurry. He doesn't know how to fucking drive. So he's got to wait for all his traffic to clear to do whatever the God knows what he's got to do so he can get his ass out of your face so you can go on home. So you can go about your day. In such a damn hurry that your plan turned into total dog shit. Now... You're waiting just as long as you would have for my pack of cars to get past you so you can get over cleanly and then go about your day. But no, no, you want to fuck it up for everybody. You suck at life. Poor judgment. Poor, poor judgment. Shame on you. (laughs) You asshole. God. And you know what? Funny part is, not really funny. There's been quite a few shootings on the interstate near where I live, and um, though I don't condone it, I do get it. It's probably somebody like us who's sick and tired of these other drive, uh, these other people driving like complete shitheads. If you want to be safe on the road for some from some maniac. Taking shots at you. Then try driving like you have some fucking sense. And they probably won't try and run you into a ditch. Or pull a gun on you and shoot at you. You know, road rage doesn't just come out of the fucking blue. You know. (laughs) I was going to use a Bill Burr joke. You know, ass whoopings don't just fall out of the sky. You know, it's not like a woman, a guy comes home and just starts beating his wife for no reason. (laughs) I'm not saying it's right and it's not right. It's pathetic, but something makes people snap. There's always something that makes people snap. It's not like, Oh, look at the birds. I'm going to start fucking running people off the road. You know, it's nothing like that. What a beautiful cloud. I'm going to run this motherfucker right into the ditch up ahead. It's not like that. You have done something to trigger this fucking maniac. There's maniacs out there. So let's not trigger them. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. I could go on about this all day, and I don't want to. But it needs to be said. Just needs to be said. But like I was talking about road rage, people getting shot at, driven off the road, driven in the ditches, driven driven off a bridge, or what have you. That hadn't happened yet, but I'm waiting for the video on that. That'll be cool as shit. 
I'm such an asshole. Now, there's really not much you can do about other people driving like idiots. But we can hope that eventually it will happen. People start by driving better, making our lives easier to just get home or get to work. It's all we want to do. There's there's no reason for it. If you know somebody that drives like a shithead, let them know. And you don't have to be a dick. Just, you know, text them a website like dmv.org or one of the websites I mentioned earlier. Actually, I'll post them on the uh, on my website. I think I will, if I remember. I'm fairly ignorant myself in certain ways, um, which you probably know. But spread the word. We all know somebody that drives like shit, drives like a moron. You know what else pisses me off? You know, I was telling somebody, somebody asked me at work about my car. They saw where I had the ding, and I told them what happened. Well, maybe it's because it was raining so hard he didn't see you coming up behind him. Bullshit. Bullshit. Maybe you were in his blind spot. No, no, no. I was eventually. But if the motherfucker ever checked his his uh, rearview mirror when we got on the same, I was behind him. We both took a left turn and we were heading the same direction. What did he think? I just uh, there's a car behind me. All of a sudden, he disappeared. He must be gone. I'm on turn. He just disappeared. You know, I guess, you know, people do around here do think the aliens just snatch motherfuckers up. So it's possible. Maybe he did think that. Maybe that car that was there a second ago, it's gone. What happened? I can turn now. Bullshit. It's a fucking dumbass. Whether I was there or not, even if I wasn't there, if he didn't hit me, this motherfucker was still going to make a right turn from the center lane across lanes. At the very least, he would inconvenience several people. Whatever. I'm out with that shit. Mm. So, spread the word. I hope you guys had a better weekend than week I did last week. You know, I hope you kept your blood sugar low, enjoyed, and shared my podcast with others, which you should do. That's your assignment for tonight. Or tomorrow for the until the next next fucking podcast, you're gonna share this shit, right? And you're gonna send me some emails and you're gonna tell me that you did. You're gonna tweet me and you're gonna tell me that you did. And if you email me, this is another thing. I'm I'm not gonna sell your email so you're gonna get spammed to be damned from some other motherfucker. I'm not smart enough to know how to sell somebody's fucking email anyway. And I'm not gonna I will not send you shit except for unless you ask me a question i will reply that's it i don't have a fucking email let's excuse me i'm not going to send out here check this out follow me on twitter you'll see that shit but i'm not going to bother you i will not respond to you unless you ask a question you're wanting an answer for so feel free to send me emails i promise you i will leave you the fuck alone Unless you have something in there, you have a direct question that requires a response, fine. Even if you call me a sack of motherfuckers or a a dick sucker, I'm not going to reply back to argue with you. 
I might say thank you. I'll take that in consideration. I'll stop being such a dick sucker. I will stop being that bag of motherfuckers. Anyway, feel free to contact me. It's fine. You're not going to bother me, man. And I'm not going to bother you. But spread the word. Stupidity's everywhere. It's a tough job, but I feel like we'll get there eventually. Clean it up a little. God, I'm so sorry. I, I noticed I did that again. That sniff shit. I've been working in a warehouse the last few days and I breathing dust and I can't breathe out of my nose correctly for some reason. Because you've been breathing dust, you dumb fucker. Thank you. I needed that. All right, let's move on to somewhat current stupid events and boom, just like that. Gizmodo has a report about Amazon. Amazon's British warehouse workers peed in bottles to avoid punishment for lost time. This is updated. Boom. According to, a trouble, uh, to troubling new allegations, workers in Amazon's UK warehouse pee in bottles to avoid being penalized for taking bathroom breaks. The claim comes from uh, Arthur and investigator Jared Bloodsworth, who says he worked undercover as a warehouse worker for six months while writing a new book about low-wage work in the UK. Somebody needs to do that here. I mean, they'd probably come up missing in the United States if he did that. For those of us who worked on the top floor, the closest toilets were down four flights of stairs, Bloodworth told the Sun. People just peed in bottles because they lived in fear of being disciplined over, over idle time and losing their jobs just because they needed the bathroom. And that's fucking disgusting. Not that they, I understand the whole pee in the jug thing. I used to do it on a regular basis because I, I was too tired and lazy and drunk to walk to a bathroom. Fucking four, just think having to piss bad and you have to go down four flights of stairs. Anyway, workers in Amazon's cavernous warehouse called Fulfillment Centers spend long hours traveling great distances to pick and package items. But, as has been previously reported, workers risk being fired because of punitive track, a punitive tracking system that measures how long it takes them to fulfill orders. According to Bloodsworth, Bloodworth, sorry, I kept putting an S in there. Workers walk roughly 10 miles in an average day, taking minimal breaks for shifts that last about 10 hours. In the four-story warehouse where he worked, Bloodsworth, Bloodworth said it could take 10 minutes to walk to the restroom. Both located a quarter mile away on the ground floor, so worker workers used a toilet bottle system. See, you know, that's this is something that pisses me off. I'll hold it until the end of the article. Business Insider cited a separate survey of Amazon workers released in April who similarly feel overworked. For picking, the target is around 100 units per hour, which means we have to pick 100 units within 60 minutes from anywhere across one floor of the fulfillment center. A worker reports in the survey, this is for normal days. And during peak times, it's 120 to 140 units per hour, which is near on impossible. Amazon denied Bloodworth's allegations. Of course they did. 
Of course they did. Yes, yes, he's right. We treat our employees like complete fucking animals. They piss on their own time. Not when we got to get a fucking... <laughs> we got to get shoes out of our fulfillment center and breakneck speed. Or whatever. Anyway, this is uh, this is their response. Amazon provides a safe and positive workplace for thousands of people across the UK with competitive pay and benefits from day one. Amazon responded in a statement to Business Insider. We have not been provided with confirmation that the people who completed the survey worked at Amazon, and we don't recognize these allegations as an accurate portrayal of activities in our buildings. You motherfuckers, you. God damn it, I sniffed again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Update, 6.30 p.m. Amazon responded with the following statement. This ought to be a beauty. We have a focus on ensuring we provide a great environment for all our employees. And last month, Amazon was named by LinkedIn as the seventh most sought-after place to work in the U.K. and ranked first in the U.S., Bullshit. Amazon offers also offers public tours of its fulfillment centers so customers can see firsthand what happens after they click buy on Amazon. Bullshit. What survey said the one of the last places on earth would be fucking Amazon where I'd like to work. Yes, yes, that is my dream job to walk fucking 10 hours or 10 miles a day picking up and packing shit for other people when I can't fucking take a break. I, somebody did a, a, a documentary, not really a documentary, somebody, some news station did a story on this years ago, how you are tracked as an employee at Amazon. If you're one of these poor motherfuckers picking packages, you are tracked and you are, you're treated like a cunt if you do take too many breaks. Let's say you got diarrhea. What are you going to fucking do then? Just shit all over yourself while you're walking back and forth, grabbing God knows what, some $5 goddamn sunglasses for some shithead over in Brazil or wherever the fuck? You're so full of shit, Amazon, you fucking lying cocksuckers. You may be named by LinkedIn as the seventh most sought-after place to work in the UK and ranked first place in the US. I doubt that. I'm not believing that. LinkedIn, like LinkedIn, I think some shithead who is on LinkedIn probably came up with that survey, but I doubt it. I seriously fucking doubt it. I don't buy that shit. Fuck you, Amazon. That's why I don't use them if I don't have to. I feel sorry for those poor motherfuckers. Because I know what they go through. I've read I've read shit like this before. Not in the UK, but in the US. You know, and somebody asked me, you know, I, I am not a big fan of my job. In fact, I fucking hate it. But there's a fulfillment center opening up not far from us, where I live. And somebody asked me, are you going to go work there? Are you going to try Fuck no. Well, they get paid pretty good. I don't give a shit. 
Look at me. I'm fat and I'm lazy. You think that, that that's what I want to do all day is walk around picking up shit for people? No. That would be good exercise. But no, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of working for somebody who's constantly watching what the fuck I'm doing. You know, that is one thing I do like about my job. As long as you do your job, you'll be pretty much left alone. Problem is, you're going to deal with stupid shit all day. I can't complain that much. But you're full of shit, Amazon. I'm not buying it. I don't think you're ranked seventh in the UK. And I know there's no fucking way you're ranked first in the US. Uh, on you. All right. <clears throat> Asshole line sack of shit. Man rescued from the bottom of elevator shaft in downtown Eugene. And I have no idea where Eugene is because I didn't follow up and I don't care that much. Uh, this is the registerguard.com. Blah, blah, blah. A man rescued from the bottom of an elevator shaft on Thursday is lucky to be alive, Eugene police said. Unlucky, however, is that what he became next. Hmm, he turned into a werewolf. Todd Allen McGuire, 54, was arrested after he was pulled from an elevator shaft of a downtown building. He was taken to the Lane County Jail and faces charges faces a charge of second-degree criminal mischief. About noon Thursday, employees on the fifth floor of the Park Place building complained about the odor of marijuana smoke, police said. Employees quickly determined that the smell was coming from the elevator shaft where McGuire was found. McGuire was covered in red ink that first looked like blood when officers saw him at the bottom of the shaft, police said. A building official reported that the elevators were being serviced and the shaft's opening was marked with hazard tape which apparently did not deter McGuire from climbing into the chamber. The exposed shaft was completely dark, and it was unlikely anyone could have seen or heard McGuire, police said, unless she's smoking a big fat bowl, and you're just filling up an elevator shaft full of fucking weed smoke. Idiot. God damn it, sorry, did it again. Only two feet of space would have been left in the shaft if an elevator had descended. And someone in the bottom likely would have been would have sustained fatal injuries, according to an elevator technician. When McGuire, this is my favorite part, when McGuire was rescued, he allegedly allegedly yelled profanities at the police. He then threatened and insulted officers with religious slurs while being booked into the jail. Police said, "What did he say? I want to know what he said." They saved you, you pot smoking fucking weirdo. They saved you. Don't you realize that? No, dude was happy getting high by himself. Since when is that illegal? Hmm. He allegedly yelled profanities and insulted officers with religious slurs. You goddamn Catholic. <laughs> the only one I can think of this probably a slur that's offensive would be calling somebody a fucking Jew or something like that. You know, I don't know. You got to get on one of those hate, hate speech sites. Those motherfuckers hate everybody. Religious slur. Fucking Mormon. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Okie dokie. Dude was just high. I want to be left alone. Fuck y'all. 
Uh, what do, 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 do. Well, that's probably that is my last story. Kaboom! That's pretty funny though, isn't it? We saved you. We saved you from the elevator shaft. I wanted to be here, you goddamn Catholic. I wanted to get high by myself. Leave me alone. All right. Oh, I read you guys some uh, some dumb tweets that I've been seeing on the Twitter. And um, I found some more. And I kind of like reading these back to people because, you know, I read a few here and there to friends or wives, and they—they, they, I, I don't think they're stupid. I'm just somebody explain the shit to me why people tweet shit like this. <laughs> when the scales fall, <laughs> let me start over. When the scales fall from your eyes, everything you see lacks the initial luster, and all you see is rot. What the hell does that fucking mean? What does that mean? Just shut up. Why do you feel the need to tweet that? This other person. Here we go with one of those situation scenarios. Visiting family in Boston. Me. Hey, honey. What are you doing? Niece. I'm playing tea party. Me. Cool. Have fun. Niece. Throws teapot in the pool. I fucking hate taxes. Couple of things here. Thing, a couple of things here. Number one, I would whoop that little bitch's ass for throwing fucking teapot in the fucking pool and using the word fuck. You better get your ass in that pool and dig that shit out, and I don't want to hear another fucking peep out of you and go to your room. Second, it never fucking happened. I think a little fucking kid knows what fucking taxes are or gives a shit, or the tea party for that matter. You're not funny, dude. You're not funny. <laughs> Here's another one. An autocorrect, but only for my life. You know, it would help if some of these people have an explanation under them. Uh, let's see. How easily things become past tense. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucking easy once it happens. Dumbass, then it's past tense. How easily things become past tense. See what I just said? Past tense. Happened. Asshole. The first five items on my bucket list are just different places I'd like to nap. You lazy fucker. That's the best you can come up with. You suck. (laughs) Here's one I actually liked. Feel free to fuck off. No, no, you fuck off. I actually like that. Feel free to fuck off. All right. Fair enough. I dig it. Let's see uh, the next one. Marriage is basically a giant side competition until one of you dies. Well, maybe in your horrible marriage, you bitch, but not mine. <sighs> I'm just going to sigh until one of us dies. Uh, no, that is not what marriage is unless you, you know, you fucked up and married your fucking drug dealer or the dude that whoops your ass or the fucker that doesn't have a job or your cousin or your brother or your uncle or your dad. You got knocked up by daddy. Yeah, you're just going to sigh your life away. You know what? 
Fuck you, whore. Here's another one. I already have everything I want. Lies I tell myself every night. Oh, fuck off. Son of a bitch. I don't understand those either. I already have everything I want. Lies I tell myself every night. <laughs> I'm losing it. I've had too much coffee. I don't drink near as much as I used to. I might have a couple beers every now and then. In case you guys haven't noticed, I can speaking more clearly and I learned my words and shit. Uh, I feel a lot better. Um, not hung over all the time. It's pretty good. And I've replaced my alcohol with um coffee and I'm getting jacked every fucking day. All right. Off subject, but back to it. Oh, oh, I have to give this guy's name because it is so fucking dumb, yo. <laughs> you can turn it off right now. I don't blame you just because I said yo. Um, This is from Witty Pickles. At Piddle Fart. How did you get on my feed i would never follow anybody named witty pickles or piddle fart hello moon moon stfu that was his tweet witty pickles hello moon moon stfu the moon really said that i doubt it did that really happen witty pickles did it did it huh fucker you're not witty, Pickles. The moon said STFU. Or shut the fuck up. Why didn't you just type out shut the fuck up? That would have been kind of funnier. Maybe. No, not maybe. Because who says hello moon and the moon wouldn't talk back? In any fucking scenario. Witty Pickles at Piddle Fart asshole you're not witty pickles go fuck your fist or pound sand in your ass <sighs> I think I got one more oh oh here's a good one there's going to be two hits you hitting me and me hitting 911 to call my lawyer Okay. Number one, you're a pussy. Number two, you hitting me and me hitting 911 to call my lawyer. Are you saying you're dialing 911 for them to call your lawyer? Or you're dialing 911 because your lawyer works for the emergency services? Is that it? Hitting 911 to call my lawyer. And 911, hello, operator. Hey, call my lawyer. Fuck you, click. <laughs> and the fact that somebody hit you and the first thing you would do would call somebody instead of fucking hitting them back makes you a gigantic vagina. You do realize that. A vagina. 
a huge one, huge pussy. Anyway, that is it. Those are the tweets that I like the most over this last week. I don't spend a whole lot of time on Twitter, so that shows you where I'm going with this. I might spend 10 minutes total Twitter time, and that's when I'm smoking a cigarette at work or at home or whatever, and go outside and smoke a cigarette. Let me just check Twitter, see what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And I have to save these dumb shits. So maybe 10 minutes a day, maybe maximum. I even skip a couple of days of Twitter. And that's what I've gotten over the last week. Now just think, if I looked at every fucking Twitter post out there that people are just farting the fuck out in the world, how much shit I would have. And these motherfuckers, it's not like they have 200 followers and they're trying to gain them. These motherfuckers have thousands, tens of thousands. Hello, Moon. Moon. STFU. Oh, I got to follow that fucking witty bastard. Oh, check it out. It's Witty Pickles. You're so witty. Fuck you. Anyway. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dealing with Stupidity, and thank you for dealing with my stupidity. Don't forget to rate and review me or this podcast on iTunes, and I know everyone out there knows someone that would like to hear or needs to hear this episode, so please share it. You all know somebody that needs to hear this shit. Please share it. Share it. Be that guy. Just be that guy for once. Don't be that guy. Don't be Woody Pickles. No, but be the guy that shares this podcast. People need to fucking hear it. It'll make their day, I promise you. It'll make your day sharing it. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. And um, that's about it. Thank you guys for listening. And have a great week, everybody.